Hey Divine One, Nikaila Mariah here, inner child and self-mastery expert and divine channel at your service. And this is my podcast. It is my mission to guide you back into remembering of all that you are as you stand in your highest self and live this life on earth to your fullest and most joy-filled ability. It's time to stand fully in your power, optimize your energy, and let wealth rain down on you as you get clear on your energy, mind, body, and spirit. This is for the divine ones, the cosmic beings, the creatives, industry leaders, and stars who are ready to activate their fullest potential and live a life of purpose, peace, and pleasure as we create a new world. It's time to remember the divine being you are and act accordingly. Let's get started. Hi, Divine Ones, and welcome to this week's episode of Embodied Divinity. Let's take some deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. Thank you for being here with me. What a beautiful time we are in. I'm sure you've noticed the energies in the air. There's a lot of deepening, a lot of self-reflection, a lot of past patterns, past relationships, past experiences coming up to see if we've transmuted, healed, evolved from the old ways of being. I hope you're being compassionate with yourself, full of grace and a deep sense of love toward yourself. And I want to remind you before we get started today that you are a divine being having a human experience, that even in your darkest hours, even in your most anxious times, even in the times when you feel like you've made a mistake or failed, you are loved and you are worthy, and you are good. It's only your perceptions of your circumstances that are creating the dissonance within you. It's when you can come into alignment with the here and now, knowing whatever is unfolding before you is truth, is love, is perfect. And we stop resisting our current reality that we can transmute it. So be okay with the here and now, be okay with it all and know you are loved. Going through an interesting time right now, my um, maternal grandfather is currently in ICU. He had a really intense heart surgery that didn't go so well. I've been sitting with my paternal grandfather for the past year and a half as he transitions. He's at home, um, moving through intense cancer treatments. And so there's been a lot of grieving this last year and a half. There's been a lot of, of watching life unfold, a lot of present moment miracles. And with my maternal grandfather most recently, sitting in hospitals all day long, watching my family move through their own ways of grief, feeling my own sensations come through my body and being able to stay in that present moment awareness that all is good, all is love, all is true. 
has been really humbling, so expanding. And it gives me a deep gratitude every day for what I'm teaching, for what I'm living, for what I'm embodying. Because it's allowed me to be a beacon of light and service as others get swept into the grief and the stress and I am able to stand anchored in my love and knowing and truth while still honoring my own sensations and experiences. And it's such a beautiful thing to be able to play that part. I know so often as these energies comes up, as we're faced with hard pieces of life, and we're also dealing with those energies of the past, it can feel like we're getting swept away. And that's when it's so important to return to the love within the present moment. So often, what we do with the human psyche is we put these lenses, these prescription eyeglasses on, these projections of reality based on the past or based on somebody else's ideas or based on a belief we have. And what it does is it takes us out of the life experience. We are here. Christ consciousness incarnate in human form. Each and every one of us moving through life every day is an extension of that source energy having these experiences. And we take all of that experience and it goes back into that oneness, that beautiful oneness we all return to eventually. And that higher I am self evolves with each experience we have so of course it's all perfect of course your grief is perfect of course your perceived failure is perfect but we make it hard on ourselves on our human experience on our mind when we cling to or resist what's happening if you cling to an experience, if I was clinging to the last beautiful conversation I had with my grandfather and trying to get it back, I couldn't honor my present moment energy with him. If I was clinging to the last conversation we had, that I'm taking something away from it instead of letting it be this beautiful experience that it was. I'm not trying to recreate it. I'm not saying I wish it was back. I honored that and I'm honoring this. If I were to allow my own lens of grief of, of the hospital experience with my own cancer treatment, a lot of people who have illness or who have a loved one pass away in a hospital, they have a really hard time going back to hospitals. If I were to view this experience through the lens of my own traumatic experiences, I would be sitting in that hospital, plagued with my past, viewing it from a lens of that and instead of able to sit in love and oneness with what is. And we do this so often, we get into one relationship and because our last relationship was hard, we start to project those behaviors and outcomes on our new relationship. 
if we have a beautiful experience with somebody, whether it be a friend or a, a cute man or a woman we see in a cafe or whatever it is, and we have this beautiful experience, but then we cling to it and we want, oh, when will we see each other again? Will we be friends? Should we connect? Should we follow each other on social media? And instead of just allowing that moment to be perfect, we try to cling to it and evolve with it. And we resist the goodbyes. We, we try to control the hellos. There's a beautiful unfolding that occurs when you can sink in to simply what is. When you go to a restaurant and instead of ordering something you've ordered every other time, if you can view that with a lens of this is my first time here and I'm so excited to experience it. Now we can have discernment if we go to a restaurant and we've gone twice and both times we've got food poisoning and the food wasn't taste good we can have discernment that says don't go back but if we're called to go to a restaurant that we've frequented before what if we every time got to see it with a renewed sense of self a oneness a, what do i want to experiment with today through the sensations of eating can I be in awe and wonder and gratitude of each and every bite of this food, even if I've had it a million times? We get so trapped in these cycles and perceptions that we miss out on the magic and wonder of what can be in every reality. We start to see the world through these lenses. It's why shadow work, inner child work, trauma work, higher self-awareness work, all these things are so important because they slowly shed us of those old lenses, those masks, those old behaviors and ways of being. For a long time, because of my childhood, because of my, my relationships that, that were hard, I was so scared of attracting the same behaviors and, and types again. And it's when I looked within myself at what my abusive partners, at what my volatile relationships, of what my betrayals were showing me within me, instead of putting the blame on the other and playing the victim, when I was able to instead say, what part of me was this activating? One of my exes had a lot of narcissistic tendency, tendencies. I had to look at my own narcissistic tendencies and the way they showed up within me so that I could stop being activated by others and instead discern what was right for me and not right for me. And I could welcome in a new kind of love, not based or in fear of what happened in the past. That looked at me looking at my people-pleasing behavior and seeing the ways that I people-pleased in order to control the relationship. If I do all of the things perfectly for them, they'll never leave me. That is control. We see this through some people with gift-giving, with overcompensating, with always being available. We don't want other people to leave. That's a form of control. Can I step back into love and oneness of this moment and not cling to this experience and not resist it? 
I'm not running from it based on my past or pushing it away, but I'm welcoming it with a fresh lens. It's not easy. And that's why this work is so important. Telling yourself the truth about things you feel a dissonance, a resistance to, or a need for. All of those things are things saying this isn't in alignment for me. We never need for anything. If we're trying to cling or need something, there's something within us to be looked at. If we're in deep resistance or pushing, there's something that needs to be looked at. Because that discernment and alignment comes with a deep calm, a clarity, a peace, an ability to set the boundary or make the move or create the new vibrational reality from a sense of trust, sometimes even playfulness, a beautiful, firm love. You truly can experience ease and clarity in all of your decisions and awe and wonder in all of your experiences, even the hard and uncomfortable ones, when you come into alignment with yourself by telling yourself the truth about what's happening, by letting life be your teacher, instead of trying to control the outcome and the ways, the scene that you get to see or experience, just let life be your teacher. As you walk through each day, as you notice every interaction, as you touch each lover, notice how you're expanding and evolving. Notice what's coming up within you, what's being activated within you, whether it's a beautiful trigger or a beautiful glimmer. Allow yourself to learn from life. Not cling to or resist, but being open. And if you're like, oh, this feels really good. I enjoy this. I want more of this. Cool. Let yourself be in the desire of wanting more, knowing it will happen, but not trying to cling or pull it towards you. Just letting yourself be and knowing that in that desire, in that excitement for more, it will come. And if you say, oh, I didn't like that, that didn't feel good, instead of trying to push it away or resist or control your environment so it never happens again, just let yourself know that didn't feel good. Honor that it didn't feel good, but don't let it sway you. Don't say that didn't feel good and so I'm going to be sad. If sadness comes up within you, allow yourself to experience it. But we don't have to dwell in those feelings. We don't have to push that away. We just get to be with it. And as it flows away, we now have the discerning energy of this didn't feel good. And so the next time it comes, maybe life will allow you to dance in a different direction. Maybe because you know it didn't feel good, you'll have the words to say, the ways to move the energy to simply allow it to be without even affecting you. Or maybe your energetic vibration will shift in a way that those experiences automatically don't swim with you anymore. But if we were here trying to push it or control it, we would most likely see more of it. Like a lot of people, a lot of my old clients would have a lot of things come up around money. 
and because they always were trying to control the outcome of their their abundance from a lens of scarcity they brought that scarcity with them wherever they went it didn't matter how much they were creating they had that scarcity with them because they were running from it instead of saying ah oh, this is here what is this teaching me let me sit with this. Let it dissolve. Let me teach myself a new way. And it doesn't have to be this hard, scary thing. We can look at it through the lens of what I said at the beginning. We are divine, sacred, cosmic beings having a human experience. This is an experience of teaching, of evolution. And that's all it is. It's not a personal attack from the universe. It doesn't mean you're bad. It doesn't mean you're unworthy. It doesn't mean you're not enough. It's simply what is happening. And you can choose to say, I'm experiencing this and I'm going to experience it fully until it falls away. I'm going to experience it fully until it's amplified and more of it comes to me, whatever the desire of your heart and soul is, without trying to control, cling to, resist the outcome. And I know all of this sounds easier said than done. There's a lot of ways you can practice this. I have my shadow play program right now that it's allowing you to see your shadows, to face that truth and come into full embodiment of your light, your trust, your surrender. I also have Embodied Divinity, my one-on-one -on -one mentorship program. And this is a six-month mentorship that walks you through every single core belief that you're clinging to. And it walks you through every desire of your heart that you want to create. And it allows you to see your own soul blueprint in relation to those things and start to shift with my guidance every single day for six months. And at the end, you're that walking, talking, embodied soul. Enjoying life is the playground that it is. There are so many ways to do this work and it starts by being aware of what is and telling yourself the truth about how you're responding to it. It's from that empowered information that you can then choose what is in alignment and act accordingly. It's a beautiful way to be in this world, to show up in this deep alignment and love. And it can create so many miracles circumstances filled with pleasure and ease and it gets to be something you choose so notice what came up for you today and breathe deep plan on miracles know that you are loved i'll see you next week Thanks for listening, Divine One. It truly has been an honor to guide you deeper into yourself today. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to create a ripple of support for my podcast, please share it with your friends, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. You can find me on all the socials by searching Nikaila Mariah or checking the link in my bio. As always, breathe deep, 
plan on miracles and know life's about to get a whole lot more magical.